All right, everyone. Happy Friday. We are back. Hey, everyone. We're doing this one a little later in the week because... Well, I was on vacation. Well, usually yeah. do it on Mondays, but... How was some... it? I mean, when is vacation? Well, you know. Wait, where'd you... you got to tell everyone. Remind them. You went to... I went to Jamaica. Okay. Which is where we go... All the time. We're in Jamaica. I've never been. Montego Bay. This is our this is our seventh trip or eighth trip, seventh or eighth. We've been all over Jamaica, but we love yeah. Montego Bay because we always go for a short trip because we have a three year old and. Oh, you brought her? No, no. Oh. I just don't want to leave her for too long because Sorry. it's just a lot to yeah. ask someone to watch my child. And if I'm actually gonna be taking a vacation, I need to not be worrying about is she gonna run into the street and get hit by a car or drown in the ocean. So I want to leave her with someone so I can go have a good time. Oh, I was like, where the hell are you going? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's yeah. hard to relax when you're a mom and you're worried about what could go wrong. So, so you went li- Thursday to... I or- went Wednesday to Sunday. Nice. So it's four nights. Wednesday nice. night, Thursday night, four Yeah, four nights. Um, relaxed. Relaxed. Took some naps, which I haven't done in a really long time. It's good to get out of the business once in a while, and I cl- truly... Shut down? Shut down for the most part, right? Like, we have Wi-Fi, so yeah. I actually couldn't get email, personal or business email, so I didn't have a choice. I didn't I didn't have the ability. Why? It wouldn't look. It wouldn't, it wouldn't um, load. I probably had to do with security, I would imagine. Probably. Which kind of segues into our podcast today. Um, but I got text, so it could be on Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. So That's it, funny. It, I did have a great time. I'm glad to be back. You know, it takes a lot of effort to prepare for vacation, and it takes yes. a lot to catch up when you get back. Yes. So... I- I'm glad to be back. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, so what I are we talking about today? There's coffee in here. I know your coffee's coming. We have these really cool coffee cups. We'll put a photo up. They just so happen to come in with similar ones. Mine's all jacked up. Now. And I think that like it's never ending. But it's just ice. bottomless. Bottomless mm-hmm. coffee, please. Not today. Could you imagine the headache? Um, yeah. So today we're going to talk about technology and pros and cons. And technology of apps and programs that we use. Right. Um, and we'll just kind of keep it brief with pros and cons, and we can divide it. So do you want to start with um, – we can start with email, like uploading documents. Yeah. On so, your guys, like your server and So stuff. as far as the loan process goes, okay. It, since I started this business – 2009. Back then, it was all paper. It Everything was. was paper. You had to come in. Or you had a fax in. <laughs> we faxed. I mean, that's hysterical, but yes. Faxed, or people came in, or we UPSed everything. Or FedEx. I everything. remember that. So, like, truly, you would get You'd a have package, to, like... And then you would... We would literally... I would go through the whole with thing. The with the sticky notes. Yes. And the highlights. Sign here. Oh, sign here. Sign, sign here, here. Sign here. Yeah. So, so that was um, around 2011. Stuff started going paperless, which yeah. is just where you don't have an actual physical paper, paper file anymore. So, technology has really, you know... Cut down saved on Saved a lot of trees. Saved a lot of trees. Um, and it's ever since then, things have gotten even more, I say simple, because I'm of the mindset that yeah. if I can sign something electronically, it's less to print, it's less to sign, it's less to scan. It's also easier to go back and read it than trying to find paper. Exactly. Because you have a soft copy of it. But there exactly. are every, there's different, you know, different groups that feel differently. Um, the older generation may, might not like that. They might, yeah. you know... That's generally what we see. Um, and it just has to do with not being used to it, whereas we Correct. kind of grew up, you know, getting used to, getting it. used to that sort of thing. So that being said, um, from the mortgage side, 
we can do literally 95% of everything electronically. Why um, can't you do not electronically? We can't do a couple of documents. The Social Security Administration does not allow us to well, do sense. electronic signatures, right? Um, it used to be like the IRS did it, but they do now. A couple of documents where you actually have to hand sign. That's fine. Um, and then, of course, at closing, you have to sign everything wet sign. Yeah. So. They have to make sure you actually have a pulse. Right. Exactly. You're not you actually it are like a, a real person. A grave. You know, and they have those certifications that they have at back of DocuSign. For anyone who's not familiar with DocuSign, it's a program that a lot of professionals use to have things signed electronically, right? Mm-hmm. So your purchase contract can be done with DocuSign. You have to go through and like click every spot that they have to sign. You can do anything on DocuSign that requires any type of form to be mm-hmm. checkmarked, initialed. Signed yep. addendums, contracts, and also tells change you how orders. many, how many, yeah, change orders, how many um, trees you saved. There you go. The environmentalist and me is like, oh, it can be oh, really, nice, totally. It can be really quick. It is versus saying, here's a PDF, print this. I had to do that the other day. Print it, sign it, scan it back in, then put that in an email, and then send it back to me. So we have sure to do care. that for international, because not all international, like not all countries, are able to get our email. Give me an example of what you mean by Okay, so like um, China, certain parts, they can't, they won't get the link. It like ends up like a month later or a couple weeks later oh. or it's like blocked or like our wet, our link is blocked. Got it. So I've had to FedEx mm-hmm. and then they have yeah. to go sign in. I've had this once. They had to go to the consulate to go have it signed and witnessed. Yeah, that's a completely different thing. It's a whole different thing. This is why I'm like, thank God for DocuSign. Absolutely. So people just log it, they view it, they click it, and they're done. Exactly. And make it really simple. So that's a pro, right? Technology is a pro because it can cut down on resources. Yeah. Right? It can cut down on time consumption. It can just make things faster. It does. I think the con to it, though, is that if you don't have someone, whatever it is you're signing, if you don't have someone who explains to you what right. you're signing in advance, then what happens is you're going to spend as much time reading it as you would if it was printed out. Yeah. And that people have then have questions and they call and then it's easier just to explain it. Of course. Absolutely. So that's a con. But if you know what you're signing, then it's like boom, 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 boom. Yes. Technology has to come with some preparation. You have to say, Correct. okay, I'm sending you this lock-in agreement. The lock-in agreement is going to illustrate for you what the terms of your interest rate lock is. It means that the lock started this day and its expiration is this day. That's what this means versus them trying to read this verbiage that could be really ambiguous. Yeah. So yes, up front saying that makes it simple. Exactly. And there are people who just aren't comfortable signing things electronically. They just don't want to. They don't want to. And okay, fine. Yeah. You know, but when it comes to efficiency and speed, for example, we have a client who went under contract. I don't even know what today is. What's today? Friday? Yeah. They went under contract on Monday and they're closing next Wednesday. So, so that it's is, faster. That's a seven business day closing, eight business day closing. Yeah. They don't have a choice. When they decided to make the offer and ask for a really short closing, we'd say, absolutely, we can absolutely accommodate that, no problem. But here's the thing. We need all of this right now, and we're going to be sending you stuff to sign and just boom, 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 boom. unless you can come into the office every single day. Not every single day, yeah, fair. But there has to be a verbal contract to say. God, they must be very simple and like not simple, but like I know what you mean. Not like complicated deal in the sense of like. Well, uh, there's some intricacies, but but it's not like trying to work up front. Okay, yeah. 
if you don't have to like source multiple things yeah then it's easier yes absolutely and that was all (laughs) you know that you know the story um Oh, with anyone, yeah. Yeah. When someone even asks to close that quickly on an existing sale, there has to be a lot of things that are kind of nailed down in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, generally speaking, there needs to be a very tight file. And the title company has to be on board, too, because sometimes we're just held up with title. Exactly. So to the point of pros and cons, you know, it can make things easier because those people might not have won that contract if they hadn't been so competitive on their closing date. Correct. So that's a that's a pro. I think another pro and con in the same one mm-hmm. is tracking people who can actually open it. Yeah. And who said they've signed it? I'm like, no, you haven't. Yeah, I, that's so funny. We just dealt with this yesterday. I'm like, on page this, you still need to sign. Yeah, exactly. So we go through this every day, right? You <laughs> deal with contracts and I deal with loan documents. So exactly. yesterday, a very similar situation. There was a couple who are buying a property together. And I can go in and view that I have signed the documentation yeah. and she had signed the You can also see where they are in it. Yeah, oh, so that's yeah. in progress. But he hadn't signed it. And I said, you know, Mrs. Smith or whatever her name was your husband hasn't signed yet she goes yes he has and I said I'm sorry he hasn't so anyway you know you're like I, the husband's I like I signed it. and I'm like mm, you didn't sweetie sorry you missed initial you somewhere missed so and I did a screenshot you can see all of our signatures but yours is missing so it's just um everyone has to stay on the same page that's the moral yeah. of the story but there there can be some we I haven't even touched on we talked about DocuSign that's the only software we've talked about um we have an app where you can apply for a mortgage Upload all your documents, know where you are in the process the entire time. Yeah. We always have that personal touch of communication, like actual human. There are some people who like to just refer to something, like just to look at an app. Mm -hmm. So that's great technology. Um, I know I can always, even from here, sitting in a conference room, I can go into my app and see any loan that I have in the pipeline where it is exactly right now. So that's great for me because if I'm out on the road or doing appointments, you know, in Frederick or in D.C. or something... And I get a call from someone who has a question. I'm not going to know off the top of my head. I'm just going to refer to, and you can see. There you go. That they're all right here, and it says exactly where they are. So it's easier. So that's a pro for me. Keeps you organized. Yes, it keeps it organized, for sure. Now, let's switch it and talk about consumer end technology. The what? Like, consumer end technology. We're talking about technology we use, like, that we utilize. Let's talk about technology that they use. And one that comes up often is, like, the home search apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't have to name. We're not going to name them. And how people can go in and change information. Information's not accurate. Oh, right. You can change the HOA fee. It can be mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So we get so... phone calls saying, well, this website or this app said this but bright or whatever you sent says this, and I always have to tell them ours is correct. Yeah. I've actually had to call said yeah. website and make them change really? an address because they had it in a they didn't have in Bethesda, they had it in like Rockville or something. So if you typed in homes in Bethesda, it didn't come up. Yeah, so we talk about pros of ease of information, having all this information at your fingertips. It's nice because you can actually see. But it can be bad information too. Yes. So pros and cons to everything. So all those different apps that you can get for <clears throat> home search. Another thing about technology, you know what I always hear about? What? The mortgage calculator. Well, on this website, I or on this app, I have saw a mortgage calculator. This is what they said my payment would be. 
You guys, I think you guys can't see Alex, but she's like, Ugh. I but it's just do believe if you can put in a lot of the information, it can be a good tool to understand Some of them can be good tools. where your payment may be. Ballpark. Not exactly, but ballpark. Ballpark. Yeah. Will it be fifteen hundred dollars a month? Will or it be whatever it yeah. is? And then at least you can look at that and compare it to rent, whether it's off by a couple hundred dollars, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's helpful. Yeah. Now, what you're saying is a con where people come in and say it's setting expectations. It's this, yes, they but have. they're putting you in a. Well, yeah. there's so many variables. It is definitely when someone is getting information easily. There's this trend that people think that if it's on the internet, that it's true, and it's just not the case. Yeah. I had people who. Just a couple of weeks ago, we're doing numbers on a website. I won't say the name of the website, but they thought their payment was going to be, let's say, $1,500. And this whole time they've been searching on their own, quote unquote, you know, like not talking to a mortgage yeah. professional. They've been looking at homes for months. I mean, months trying to narrow down the type of property they wanted. And guess what? That property calculator or the mortgage calculator didn't include their taxes, insurance, or mortgage insurance. See, so that's where you need to put time, a ballpark. Because if you know where you want to live in, like, said neighborhood, right. then you can put a ballpark as far as taxes. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, do that. Mm-hmm. You need to put in, if your taxes are going to be, we're going to use easy numbers, 5000 mm-hmm. Okay. Then put that in. If you think, okay, look at the houses that you're looking at. What do the taxes say? Go a little higher with that. An interest rate, just don't use what you see out there today. Go a little higher. Yeah, definitely do a cushion so that you're not let down. I mean, I think that's the biggest part of this is that people think that, again, if they just plug in a purchase price point, then it's going to give them accurate information. There are some great calculators out there, but at the end of the day, you need to know everything that goes into that calculation mm-hmm. and as a regular consumer you wouldn't know without wouldn't. talking to a professional so these calculators can be good for principal and interest payments but remember there's more to your mortgage or more to your housing expense than just your principal and interest correct it could be your you talked about hoa or property taxes mortgage insurance if it applies what if there's a front put benefit or a special assessment like yes. there's a lot of things that can come into or play or a private utility company exactly you never know exactly so Anyhow. All these fun things. All these great fun things. But I do think it's helpful. I mean, we're using technology right now exactly. to try to broadcast. This would never have been possible exactly. before. Right? We would have to go to a studio, and yes. we're just sitting here using an app for technology. So I what, think... with your cassette player? Yeah. You're old school. Exactly. With my, <laughs> with my uh, walk like an Egyptian little yes. tiny cassette. Yes. Um, but it's true, with all the walls, with like the egg cartons on it. Yes. Um, I was thinking we need some But no, here. I'm an advocate for technology. I love it. It just needs to be, um, there just needs to be an understanding of what comes with it. There needs to be, um, like, don't go in blinders on. No. Don't be a dumb idiot. That's the way to do it. Definitely don't have tunnel vision. Correct. Don't go in one-minded saying this is what it's Mm going to be. Go in going, okay, this is the range. I think it's going to be. Yeah. It is helpful. Utilize it. Yeah. It's not going to be accurate all the time. Not 100% until you sit down with a more professional, look at everything that has to do with your picture. Correct. Then they can lock it in and figure out exactly the dollars. So That's how I feel about we'll technology. Just, we'll touch on those two. I think those yeah. are pretty easy. Mm-hmm. But if you guys have input, feel free. Yeah, let us know what you think. I mean, do you like, using, do you yeah. like using technology or would you rather, you know, just sit down with someone and sign all your documents by hand? It's an interesting topic because there are really ranging opinions on it. And it's... Well, I had my opinion. Uh-huh. On... Well, that's a different story. That was sent to you at 
not securely. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Well, I have my whole opinion that if you guys are going to upload something and there is an app for you to be able to upload. It's secure. Do, it is secure, but also do put that two-step off, whatever it's called. Um, that way, every time you log in, it yeah. requires yeah. a passcode that right. you created or your face or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it did is helpful, that part, for sure. Well, it's just like our software on our computer. When we go to log in, it takes a two-step. That's how so everything we have is two-step. We have to put in our username and password, yeah. and then it says... And then it sends, it sends a, a code? It sends a... Not a code to our phone, but it's called a push. Okay. So it's like where we have to like accept like okay. it's like secure thing. so we so get codes for everything we can i think i can choose a code and it can also nice. call me so lots of different options but it's important check to see if anyone oh the video yeah it's gonna be really funny if no one did but we'll come up with something it's okay how do you take your coffee i'm curious all right you guys just bear with us for like <laughs> my one person minute. says want my answer lee colt says cuban cuban yum what's a what's cuban it's like, I guess he just takes the type of coffee Cuban. Oh, okay. I think we need to go do this one time. I told you, shout out to Black's Coffee on MacArthur. Oh, you did? Because variety. I think we should do one where we taste a variety of coffees in different ways. Okay. That'd be really cool. Definitely. What you said, MacArthur, is that down, that's off of, um, is that near uh, Angler's Inn? Past. Past. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, you guys, have a good one, and let us know. We'd love to hear again, and shout out to Lee Goldstein, um, who takes his coffee Cuban, Cuban style. style. Till next time. Bye, so, guys. Bye.